2: You are Locked On Redskins, your daily Washington Redskins podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team team. every day. day,
1: day, day. All right, guys, we welcome you aboard. It is episode number 170 of the Locked On Redskins podcast. I am Chris Russell, your host. Good to have you with us. You can follow me on Twitter if you're not already doing so, at russellmania six two one. At WrestleMania 621, please make sure you follow at Locked Redskins, at Locked Redskins, as I try and put some similar content, but also a lot of different content there, uh, just to give a different feel and a different flavor to that account. Uh, But, of course, all Redskins related uh, with yeah, at WrestleMania sixty one, you might get you might get a bunch of things that you don't care about, quite honestly. Uh, and as well at Locked On NFL Net at Locked On NFL Net on both Twitter and Instagram for all of our NFL team coverage from all of our local team correspondents and experts, including both Super Bowl teams, the Los Angeles Rams and the New England Patriots, going at it in Super Bowl fifty three coming up Sunday evening from. Atlanta. All right, let's get to it. Um, in terms of the Redskins, since we've been with you last, which was after we found out that Kevin O'Connell was going to be the offensive coordinator, and that uh the Redskins had interviewed Ken Zampezi and Jim Tom Sula was staying. Here's the news that you may have missed, that you may not have heard a couple of things. One the Redskins have interviewed Bill Lazer, quarterback coach, longtime coach in the NFL uh, who used to be here with the Redskins back in the 90s. So they interviewed him. They interviewed already Ken Zampezi for their quarterback coaching position. So no decision has been made as of Thursday night in that regard. Now, they did make a decision in bringing in Rob Ryan. Rob Ryan is the brother, of course, of Rex Ryan. I'm sure the coach that many Redskins fans would rather have had, but Rob Ryan or Rex Ryan was not taking a position coach position, uh, if that makes sense. And if they weren't going to move on for from Greg Minuski with the exception of certain guys, meaning Greg Williams potentially, depending on what he told them, and certainly Todd Bowles, if they weren't willing to do that, then they were kind of limited, as we know. But what they accomplished by hiring Rob Ryan is they bring another former defensive coordinator into the mix. He was last with Buffalo in 2016 as the assistant head coach defensive coordinator under his brother Rex. Now, you might say, well, what's he been doing since then? Well, he's the short answer is he's been doing a lot of media work. Uh, and that's fine. You recharge your batteries. You, re- you rest. You recharge. You sleep. Uh, you maybe redevelop your desire to coach football. Maybe you do things better. Maybe you've had an opportunity to think of things. Who knows? The bottom line is, is Rob Ryan is not being asked to coordinate this defense. He's being asked to coach a position group that is very important. However, it's a position group that's not even a full position. What I mean by that is he's being asked to coach the inside linebackers. Now, that doesn't mean that's all he will do and that's all he will help with. Of course, he'll help the rest of the defensive staff. But he's the inside linebackers coach, period. And what we mean by inside linebackers is he doesn't even coach the outside linebackers, i.e. Ryan Kerrigan for right now, Preston Smith, for right now, Pernell McPhee, for right now, Ryan Anderson. He doesn't. That's not his position. Chad Grimm does that. Who he does coach is Sean Deon Hamilton, who he does coach is Mason Foster. For now, he'll coach Zach Brown, assuming that Zach Brown's still on the roster, and that's not a safe assumption. For now, he'll coach Reuben Foster, assuming that Reuben Foster is not suspended and or gets kicked off the team roster at some point before he's even able to play in the game. And others, Zach Vigil, whatever. The bottom line is, is Rob Ryan is expected and asked to coach five or six guys, tops, as opposed to 30 guys or 35 guys, and get them ready for a season and then deal with an ever-changing roster. Now, that doesn't mean his job is easy. That doesn't mean his job is not important. But let's just slow down on the, well, Rob Ryan, we can't have Rob Ryan. Please. Please. Um... Rob Ryan is fine. I think it's a good addition to the Redskins coaching staff. They interviewed him two years ago for the defensive coordinator position. They're now hiring him two years later to be an inside linebackers coach. Now, listen, two things uh, at play here. One, Rob Ryan has been out, as I mentioned, for two years. That could be either looked at as a good thing or a bad thing. Here's the bad thing. He's been out for two years. That means nobody wanted him bad enough or... He didn't want to be in bad enough. Don't know. Probably nobody wanted him bad enough. I don't know that for sure. Number two, number two, and this is important as well. You can look at it. Well, the, the opposite of that is the two years on the shelf reinvigorated him, gives him a little bit more appreciation of what he's about or what he wants to be about or what he wants to do. So you can look at it as a positive in that regard. He's rested. He's relaxed. He's recharged. Fresh. So that's all, I think, a positive. The other thing is with Ray Horton, who was also out of the NFL for two years, and now Rob Ryan, who, again, was out of the NFL for two years, the Redskins have hired two coaches, again, that haven't been doing anything for two years each. Which is interesting and odd and unusual, right? I think that's fair to say. But along with that comes the benefit. They now have Greg Minuski as their defensive coordinator. For how long? I don't know. They have Jim Tom Sula. They brought him back because he is very good friends with Greg Minuski, and that's the only reason why he's staying. Make no mistake about it, that's the only reason why he's staying. He's a former head coach and one of the best position coaches in all of the NFL. Nobody would argue that. Ray Horton and Rob Ryan are former defensive coordinators. So now you have, on your defensive staff alone, two former defensive coordinators, one current defensive coordinator, and a former head coach who happens to be one of the best position coaches in the NFL with no question the deepest or best group of players on the roster, meaning Tom Sula, defensive line. So what you've done is you've spiced up your defensive staff, you've changed around, you've added a lot more experience. There was a reason why they didn't go D'Angelo Hall. They feel that after going young with Torian Gray, uh, Chad Grimm, who's an outside linebackers coach, they felt that they could get better and that they needed to get more savvy and more experience and more, uh, I guess, you know, guys that have been through a lot of different wars and been able to figure it out. It's hard to blame them for that. Will it be the right move? I don't know. I think a lot of it depends on who Rob Ryan specifically has to coach, meaning if he has Ruben Foster to coach all year, Rob Ryan's going to look a lot smarter. If he has Reuben Foster for eight games, Rob Ryan is going to not look as smart. If Sean Deion Hamilton continues to progress and stays healthy, then I think Rob Ryan is going to look better. If Mason Foster is not asked to do so much in pass coverage, and meaning Reuben Foster, Josh Harvey Clemens, and the dime package uh, and other packages and others are asked to do more, and who knows about The point of the matter is, Rob Ryan and the argument can be made certainly for Ray Horton are only going to look as good and as smart as the talent that they have and that they're given. And like, for instance, there is no question Ray Horton knows how to coach. There is no question Ray Horton knows the defensive backfield position. However, what there is a question is, is he going to have anybody to work with that's worth a damn? Quinton Dunbar, worth a damn, banged up most of last year. Who knows if Josh Norman is going to be on the roster? I don't know. We're going to get to Josh Norman in just a little bit. We know Greg Strowman and Adonis Alexander should be on the roster. We know that. Danny Johnson probably, at least for the offseason, season. We know other guys will be added via the draft or free agency, but we don't know. So these decisions and these opinions and this analysis of Ray Horton and Rob Ryan obviously need to wait, and a lot of it will be dependent on who they have. Now, if they have a lot of talent and guys regress, like Zach Brown did to some degree last year, I guess, uh, even though Pro Football Focus had him highly graded, eh, you know. I mean, the Redskins coaching staff did not agree with that. I can tell you that much um you know then we can judge fairly I think so that's the coaching news uh, as far as laser interviewing for the quarterback coaching position uh and as well Rob Ryan being hired when we come back we will hear from Rob Ryan with wtkr TV in Norfolk and Hampton Roads Virginia uh, he did a little interview uh with them as well we're going to hear from Josh. Norman, who went on TMZ and made a pretty outlandish claim. That's all next, right here on the Locked on Redskins podcast, episode number 170. I'm Chris Russell. Good to have you aboard. All right, guys, it is Chris Russell here. And ever since I started the Locked on Redskins podcast, some people ask me for my opinion. Some people ask me for my advice. Sometimes it's, hey, who do you have in the game this Sunday? The truth is, I have no idea who's going to win the big game. But if you think you know, you got to check out my friends at MyBookie. Remember, who you're betting on is just as important as who you're betting with. That's why I always tell you guys and anyone I run into, lay some lumber down with MyBookie. Trust me, guys, it's your best bet that you'll make all season, especially with, again, the big game coming up this week. I would only recommend a service to my listeners that has been good to me. So go to MyBookie. In-game live betting, most rewarding player perks in the business. And for you fantasy guys out there, you can bet the over-under, how many fantasy points a player will score each game, all sorts of prop bets. Here's what you do. You join now, you go to MyBookie, and they'll match your deposit dollar for dollar. Use the promo code LOCKEDON25 to activate the offer Visit MyBookie online today. That's M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E. And don't forget to use the promo code LOCKEDON25 when creating your account to claim the bonus. Yeah, baby, how about that? You play, you win MyBookie, and then you get paid.
2: They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: All right, guys, we welcome you back. It is episode number 170 of the Locked On Redskins Podcast. Besides Josh Norman with TMZ, we're also going to hear with from Bruce Allen, who spoke and did a couple of quick one-on-one interviews uh, one of which we can't play, one of which we can play, so you get the whole idea. Bruce Allen, the Redskins president, down on Radio Row on Thursday. But first, we go back to Rob Ryan. He joined WTKR-TV in Norfolk and Hampton Roads, Virginia, and he told Adam Winkler, the host of and the interviewer, um, in this clip that you're about to hear, that he's looking forward to joining the Redskins. It's going to be awesome. I mean, first of all, Jay
3: Gruden's is a guy that, I've always wanted to work for uh, love their family, love their passion, you know, uh, shoot, he's done an amazing job and these guys are getting all these jobs. They're, they're coming from Jay Groot, these young coaches that have been under, under him on offense. And uh, you know, he's been cutting edge the whole time. So it'll be fun to pair up with him instead of, you know, getting beat down by him.
1: All right. Once again, that's Rob Ryan, Redskins new inside linebackers coach, WTKR TV in Norfolk and Hampton Roads. And here. Is another cut from Ryan on the opportunity that he now has to work with some of the Redskins' coaches.
3: Huge respect, for, obviously, for Greg Minuski. Uh, just over the interview process of getting to know him and uh, knowing what he he wants, it's going to be awesome. I, I can't wait to be a part of all that energy on defense. It's you know it's so exciting to be there, and uh, I know we got a great defense, and hopefully I can have just a little tiny success in that, you know, to help us. But uh, it's. it's Going to be more for me just being a part of some great people.
1: All right, once again, thanks to WTKR TV and Adam Winkler there for the audio. You can follow Adam at Adam Wink Sports at Adam Wink Sports, and again, that's courtesy of WTKR. Uh, I'm sorry, WTKR-TV, WTKR TV. Uh, WTKR TV. Now, Bruce Allen caught up with Adam Winkler uh, as we give him lots of verbal nods here. Uh, Again, on WTKR-TV in Norfolk and Hampton Roads. And Bruce Allen catching up with Adam on Thursday and kind of disputing the Alex Smith report. Well, the first thing we have to do
0: is get our team healthy. Uh, We we ended the year with 25 guys on IR. They're at Redskin Park right now, focused on getting healthy in order to start an off-season program each team is going to have some new faces and uh, on the football field and we'll probably have about 20 new players through free agency in the draft and it's those players that we're going to be counting on uh, to get us here.
1: You told us in Mobile you don't have to make a decision about Alex Smith in 2019 yet. What is the timeline for looking at number 11 in 2019?
0: Well that'll be up to really the doctors you know he he has a very regimented schedule right now uh, He's he's Attacking it like Alex Smith attacks anything and uh, improves every day, and and that's all we can hope for. The report that he is not expected to be able to play in 2019, your response to that? That didn't come from anyone with the Redskins. I don't know where that came
1: from. All right, so once again, that's Bruce Allen with WTKR-TV in Norfolk and Hampton Roads and Adam Winkler, and you heard there what he also told J.P. Finley of NBC Sports Washington and on his podcast – Uh, which is actually a TV cast, for whatever that's worth. Um, The bottom line is this. What he told those guys was that the Alex Smith story by Ian Rappaport was not coming from the Redskins or Redskins doctors. Now, he didn't dispute the report. He didn't say it's incorrect. He didn't say it was wrong. He said... It didn't come from us. And he basically said it's a day-to-day thing. Nobody knows how to do anything and how to evaluate anything, which is basically political spin. Uh, And that's not to say that maybe Bruce doesn't know. I don't know. Maybe he's telling the truth. Maybe he just doesn't want to say anything definitive because it does tip the Redskins' hand. I think it's actually somewhat smart of Bruce to not telegraph what exactly is going on The problem is, is that when Bruce says it didn't come from us, it didn't come from us. Well, there's three places it could come from. It could come from the Redskins. It could come from a medical doctor that has treated um, Alex Smith. Or it could come from Alex Smith's side and his agent. And I highly doubt it's coming from there. So it's coming from somewhere. And that's the problem when you start saying, I don't know where it came from. I don't know where it came from. Didn't come from the Redskins. Didn't come from the... How does Bruce Allen know who exactly everyone is talking to? I guarantee you he doesn't know. He's tried to confiscate phones. He's tried to do all sorts of that. I guarantee you he doesn't know who's talking. I guarantee you he doesn't. So for him to say it doesn't come from the Redskins is a little disingenuous, if not a lot disingenuous. For him to basically not dispute the report, but for him to say... It didn't come from us, and it didn't come from the doctors. And then when given an opportunity, again, to challenge the the factual nature of the report, you said, well, you know, we're not going to talk about that. We're going to just take it day by day, and Alex is doing everything he can. Basically, what he's saying is, uh, the report's not wrong, but I'm not willing to say it's right either. That's what he's basically saying. So, in a nutshell, we have a certain section of the fan base that's probably going to believe Bruce that the report is wrong. And a large part of us is going to think, media, fans, that Bruce Allen is spinning it the way he wants to spin it because that's what Bruce Allen does. You can decide. You can decide what fence side of the fence you're on. I'm going to believe Ian Rappaport uh, of NFL Network. That's just what I'm going to stand by, and that's okay. I I might be wrong on that. Now, so that was, again, uh, Bruce Allen uh, and Rob Ryan with WTKR TV in Norfolk and Hampton Roads. In addition to that, we have Josh Norman with TMZ. Yeah, believe it or not, Josh Norman, TMZ, saying something really wacky. What did he say?
2: They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: All right, we welcome you back into this episode, number 170 of the Locked On Redskins Podcast. So, again, we've been promising you this audio from Josh Norman. The Redskins corner, at least for now, Josh Norman with TMZ on Thursday afternoon. Wait till you hear this and what Josh Norman thinks the Redskins would have done if Alex Smith would have stayed healthy. You guys were having a killer season with, with yeah, the we Redskins until right. Alex Smith got hurt. We was, right, right. For sure. If Alex Smith never gets hurt, what happens? We Super Bowl. You win it or you're in it?
0: We in it and we win it. Why no are you going to be in and I win it?
1: Yes way. If, Ale- you're saying if Alex Smith never got hurt, you'd be in the Super yes, Bowl right now? Yes, a would have been in Super Bowl. That's not a stretch? Why?
0: You guys TMZ. It's not a stretch for y'all to come out here from LA. <laughs> 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 so, you, know, you,
1: you legit think if Alex Smith never got hurt, you'd be in the
0: Super Bowl Why now? not? Right. Why not? A lot of people think I'm going to rockers right now, but why not? You think Bye. you could have got past the Rams? No, that's not. Uh, yeah, why would we not well, get play past some receivers? Why we not get past the Saints? Why would we not get past any of the teams? Yeah, he would have right. been this earlier in the year, but guess what? We got better from it. We got stronger from it. We got a quarterback who don't so, lose games way. for us, and we right. All
1: right, so again, that's Josh Norman, courtesy of TMZ, TMZ.com. We put that audio up on at Locked Redskins and as well at WrestleMania 621, in case you wanted to hear it. Uh, Again, that's pretty unbelievable. Uh, Here's the problem with Josh Norman. And again, we spend too much time interpreting what people have to say and how they say it and and what the meaning is. I I can just tell you that, you know, that is part of my job, and I'm not going to apologize for that. I I don't love it because it's really hard to interpret what people actually mean, and sometimes you can mean something completely different than how you say it. But for the purposes of our discussion, I think Josh Norman was saying something to look good. I think Josh Norman was saying something because he likes to talk. I think Josh Norman perhaps was trying to stay in good graces with Redskins management, trying to keep his job. I think Josh Norman realizes that he's probably not good enough at his salary to quite honestly stay here on a team that might be, certainly will be, uh, strapped for cash in terms of cap space. Josh Norman is is currently scheduled to count $14.5 million under the 2019 cap. And he also has a pretty large 2020 cap number uh, of $15.5 million. The good news is Josh Norman's $11 million base salary for 2019 is no longer guaranteed. So if the Redskins were to cut him before June 1st, the only thing that they would have to do and it still is significant. Is they would incur a dead cap money hit in 2019 of three million for 2019 and three million for 2020. That is the salary cap proration from his guaranteed bonus structure that they originally agreed to three years ago. So basically, they'd be lopping off 11 million. They'd be lopping off the 12, 2020 salary that they're currently obligated to pay him or currently on paper obligated to pay him of $12 million. So essentially if you count the $11 million and the $12 million that he's due to make in base salaries in 2019 and 2020, essentially that is $23 million. So they would, for this year, be able to go from a $14.5 million cap figure all the way down to, assuming that it was a pre-June first cut, all the way down to about $8.5 million because he's got a $500,000 workout bonus. You have $6 million in dead cap money, $3 million each year, 2019-2020, from the original guarantees, and the base salaries get lopped off automatically because they're not guaranteed. But if you look at it from a two-year snapshot, and this is why I think it absolutely can and should happen, is, again, Josh Norman is scheduled to, over the next 2 years to make 23 million in base salary 23 million 11 million this year 12 million next year all unguaranteed 23 million and again if you cut him next year you would still have a dead cap money hit of 3 million but you would have carried him this year to the tune of again 14.5 under your cap and paid him the 11 million dollar base whereas if you whack him now yes, you lose a pretty talented corner, but one who has been a largely a disappointment, you save not only the $11 million this year, which, again, gets somewhat offset by that $6 million, um, you would save ultimately a total of eight point five this year, but you would also save $12 million-plus next year because next year in 2020... Because you're taking the dead cap hit in 2019, you don't have that to worry about, and you're lopping off the $12 million and the roster bonus. So you're actually saving $12.5 million in 2020. I know this is confusing. I know there's a lot of numbers, but it makes sense to drop Josh Norman right now. And especially with a new secondary coach, I don't know if he's going to want to do that. I don't know if they're going to want to do that and expose an already young secondary. I would probably tend to doubt that they're going to do it. I think they're probably going to keep Josh Norman somehow, some way. I think that's the wrong decision, but I understand why they would do it uh, because they don't know exactly what they have in Quentin Dunbar. They don't know yet what they have exactly in Greg Stroman, Danny Johnson, or Adonis Alexander. Of course, they can draft somebody. Of course, they can sign somebody. So we'll have to see what happens but the bottom line is, is I would probably cut Josh Norman not only because of the savings this year, but also the savings next year. All right, that is going to do it for us on the Locked On Redskins podcast. Again, not enough time to get into the skin spotlight because we had so much audio and so many other things going on. Uh, we'll crank out this edition and we'll get another edition up just as soon as we can. Stay tuned. If any big coaching moves happen, if any things. Uh, transpire Redskins land we will get to you we'll try and crank out another edition before the Super Bowl if not enjoy the Super Bowl Super Bowl 53 Sean McVay and the LA Rams against Bill Belichick Tom Brady and the New England Patriots thanks for being with us right here on the Locked on Redskins podcast adios
2: Hey Prime members you can listen to this Locked on podcast ad free on Amazon Music download the Amazon Music app today